I'm uh, here. He fell back. Oh, okay. She's back. I was like, what's going on right now? Yeah. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, I was not expecting to see myself by myself, so I kind of uh, went to full panic mode. But <laughs> it's Sorry. Matter. I'm back now. I'm back. I'm back. I'm uh, looking for, uh, you know, the things that I need to say. Uh, but welcome to the itch we talk. I am your confused host at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know me. Uh, the black toting, joint smoking, uh, bad mofo that you see in front of you. I am with the do all be all, the god body of this show. Um, uh, besides my uh, woman, she is one of the goddess supremes out here. Um, why do I say these things all the time to bigger up? Because these are very, very true statements. Let's give it up for my co host and the creator of this show, Lindsay. Hello, everyone. Such kind words on this Saturday afternoon. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. Good. I'm doing good. I can't complain. Um, you know, starting to uh, starting to see a good, good uh, movement of uh, how things are moving and progressing in this house. I can't complain at all. But yeah. uh, let me get some pleasantries out the way. Okay. Catch us on um, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and guess what? We are now on Twitch. So all you gamers and all you people that do a lot of social commentary uh, in there and, you know, you weird dudes that uh, turn um, turn GTA into fuckfest. Hey, y'all can check us out. Thing <laughs> you got to, you know. I found out maybe teabagging each other and they did some weird shit on Twitter, but I'm not knocking y'all. Y'all do y'all thing. Um, wait a minute. Wait, wait. You catch it on that too. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, okay. please give us a five star review so we can continue to give you the ish that we talk Okay. But we're going to have to run that back. What did you see on Twitter? Uh, so, you know. Um, on Twitch, you know, they uh, a lot of them do their streaming shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, besides I like the racist slurs you're going to hear and whatever they do, um, you know, some people that uh, with their avatar, the person that they're, um, they're playing at the time, um, they'll get on top of you and, and then, you know, squat up and down, squat up and down, and then <coughs> they send their feedback. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a thing. All right. That's um uh, like that um what's that called? Black Mirror. That's like that Black Mirror an- episode with Anthony Mackie. Did you ever see that oh, yeah, episode? Was secretly fucking each other. Yeah. It was always doing it mentally. Basically, because when they tried it in real life. It did not go down the way they thought. But they couldn't get enough of each other in the video game. Yeah, that's what they want to do. And that's the crazy part because the only thing I took away from that uh, that episode of Black Mirror is, you know, besides, you know, because people going to do whatever they want to do. I didn't, I didn't judge um, for, the, uh, for that. Mm-hmm. But I did pay attention to um, when uh, people say, you know, women, women cheat mentally. And man, cheat physically. 
this was the total opposite of that. And I was like, wow, so you got to really watch what the fuck you say out here. Because you don't never know what nobody doing. Mm, was that? I mean, I th- I feel like that's a very gray area. Um, cause was that cheating? Fuck yeah, that was cheating. You, you guys, it, it don't give a damn much about it. Listen, okay. They best friends, right? Mm-hmm. But in the game, they decide to start fucking. And then in the game, they share each other's thoughts and, and, and emotions. This, this is cheating. Yeah, and in the game, one of them was a woman, too. Yeah. So, you know, his inner thoughts and emotions was feminine. And his homeboy happened to find that shit attractive. Mm. But. And fast forward to see, I, I, me, I took it as this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the same thing that um that most men um say happened to women um with their work husbands. They mentally they mentally are cheating because they work husband know all their inner thoughts and all their, you know, um thing uh things that they want they they uh they listen, they're uh, they're very in, uh what's the word, uh inquisitive about, you know, things that's going on with them and you know, and so they probably ain't never touched him. But in their head, they mentally was like, shit, I'll fuck this nigga. I mean, but you can say that about somebody that you never even met before. You can say that about famous people. You can say that about Joe Schmo walking down the street. You can. But the big difference is, y'all actually are communicating. I don't know. I don't know. I mean that that was that was a mental fuck. That episode was definitely a mental fuck. Yeah, because at the end she just she just allowed this nigga to continue to butt fuck his homeboy. And then but it was in the game. Somebody else. Well, yeah, yeah, because I mean they ended up coming up with an agreement. So because he was mentally cheating, she physically started cheating. Yeah, and he mentally continued to cheat. But what I don't I don't even like one hundred percent agree with the whole mental cheat because like what we have been taught I I understand that you have to suspend what you've been taught all these years dealing with black mirror but what we have been knowing so far as a mental cheat is like you basically having an emotional um an emotional uh connection like but you're not in the act of having sex. So, I mean, their their connection as far as them two in the real world never changed. No, but emotionally, it did. Emotionally, it did because they didn't know what to do with what was going on in the video game. And when they they tried it in real life, when they... When they tried to kiss in real life, it did not pan out the way that they assumed it would. Like, it was like the worst thing ever. It was the worst thing ever, but yet they still continue to mentally fuck each other. 
And cause when, and when, when it's all said and done, that's what they were doing. They, they were, were still I wouldn't say mentally out. fucking each other. I would say virtually fucking each other. But you virtually can kill somebody. Does that make you a killer? Virtually it does. How? <laughs> that goes back like episodes ago when we talked about how people that were. The lady, um, I thought she got raped. Yeah. yeah. I thought about all that shit. Right, and I'm right, like, right. Virtually, technically, virtually. If she feels she got raped instead of logging off, yeah, then, you know, yeah, mentally she feel like she got raped. Now, in that case, you should have logged the fuck off, but you let the shit slide. Um, fast forward to now we talking about Black Mirror. Mm. If you're in a situation where you like, damn, I don't want to keep doing this with my homeboy, all you have to do is log the fuck off. You chose not to. So, therefore, you continue to virtually cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a delivery. Give me two seconds. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, nah, you all good. You all good. Uh, but that was uh that was a left people that we were talking about um with uh Black Mirror. Uh, it has nothing to do with the topics that we have for today. <laughs> That's just you know many of the lefts we take. Uh, we take plenty of lefts, but we have plenty of topics. Um, we're going to get on the uh, Randolph trial. Uh, we're going to uh, end, finally end this Vanderpump shit. Um, uh, when I say finally end, because I'm so tired of these ghetto-ass white people um, doing this niggerish shit um, and then uh, throwing rocks at glass houses. So I'm, I, I just want to really, really get done with this. And when I say niggerish shit, I ain't downplaying my people. I'm saying niggerish shit is... You just being real snakish, you know. Um, my grandmother used to tell me, man, I love black people, but I hate these niggas. Um, <laughs> this is the same type of uh, mentality that they was on. Um, on top of that, we're going to recap uh, College Hill. We're going to talk about uh, Miss Amber Rose. We're going to talk about Miss Hernandez. Uh, we're going to, we're just going to um, really uh, focus on uh, a lot of things about that because uh that's an issue in itself and i'm pretty sure that's gonna take a left um on top of that we're going to uh uh what else we got we, we got a couple of things we got a couple of things uh we got the fucked up song of the podcast um you know as as anybody if you're a loyal fan of us you know where it comes from we we always pull a trey song song because we love trey songs but he's a fucked up ass individual and um, if you've been paying attention to things, things he's been going through uh, in real life, um, yeah, it just, it just shows that, you know, his music really uh, reflected a lot of bullshit he was on. Um, but, uh, Lizzie's back. We're going to get on the topic. I was uh, kind of giving a summary of, of some of the things we're going to talk about. Oh, okay. Whew. So what do you want to talk about first? Um, let's put the nail on a coffin with the, uh... Oh, well, did uh, we finish Black Mirror? I know that was a left. That was a left. We didn't, we didn't, I didn't finish what you had to say, but I definitely was finished what I had to say. Yeah, I think I'm done. I'm sorry, uh... <laughs> I, uh... Don't go to Walmart no more. I haven't delivered. So... <laughs> yeah, 
I've retired that's, from going that's to Walmart. What I'm saying. Either, either you're making way more money than I think you're making, or you just really are posh. Because Walmart is literally probably a six-minute drive. It, it really is, but it's not about the drive. It's about the people. And it's about me spending way more money if I'm in there than mm. picking the shit out online and having it delivered. Plus, you know, my time is limited, so I don't want to spend it in Walmart. That is true. I give you that. Yeah. Only thing, I mean, I, I'm glad that you were uh, that you were satisfied with that service because every time, well, I only did it once, so I'm not gonna say anything. Mm-hmm. But the only time I did that, they gave me all my uh, the alternatives, and I was so upset about that. And I was like, nope, this ain't for me. I'll just go my fucking self. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have a couple of alternatives as well, but um, you get to pick your alternatives or just pick a refund if they don't have it. So, yeah, I picked the alternatives, but um, but yeah, like it's I just I just prefer not to go to Walmart. If I have to go to Walmart, it's a reason. It's a big reason. Otherwise, I'll just order it. And I was trying to rush, so now I'm out of breath. <laughs> so but yeah so sorry guys but I'm back um yeah so what do you want to talk about first uh like I said uh let's put this shit to bed oh pump rules uh, yeah let's go ahead and um let uh this band of pump rules uh comic book go ahead and go to a finale <laughs> Yes, so, yeah, so, um, Vanderpump Rules, we had the part three reunion, um, happened this past week, um, for me, it was lackluster, uh, and the big reveal that will have everybody, like, you know, stand in disbelief wasn't that big of a disbelief to me. We called it. We already yeah. called it. This the whole fucking fuck shit of this whole point. We called this shit. You know why? Because they was doing nigger shit. We are niggas. We already knew what the fuck was about to happen. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Y'all been fucking, like, there's there's no there's no reason why anybody would think that y'all did it one time and then y'all stopped for X amount of months to pick it back up. That legit made no sense to anyone. So for y'all to really think that we was gonna believe such a dumbass lie like that, that's crazy. And then for the but what made it even worse is that the big reveal was that. Right. It was like, okay. Now, what I didn't like, um, which I saw a lot of people on Twitter talk about this too. Um, Ariana, James Kennedy, and Lala Kent, all three of them said some horrific things to Raquel to the point where I felt bad for Raquel. And don't get me wrong, her and Sandoval both is like the scum of the earth. But damn, like y'all hit them with the three piece combo. 
And it was just like, like I get that when they aired it or when they recorded it, it was fresh. I get that y'all are pissed off. But damn, did y'all have to go that hard? Like, what if that girl went in the went into the bathroom and unalived herself? Like, it would like what transpired. That's what they to do. Right. But what transpired didn't warrant that. Like, that was just too much. What what did you think about that? Um, again, I just um I just um man, like I said before, man, because I, I was trying to put it in words, but I'm gonna just keep it one hundred. Like I said before, man, this is a den full of snakes, and they're only paying attention to the one with the shiny hat on. Mm-hmm. And so I just um it's really sad. But it's um it's one of those things that is sad, but you expect it for someone who is the caliber that they are to really, really insult somebody that much because they know they motherfucking hands is dirty as fuck too. Like That's I the never crazy part. I just had this conversation earlier. Um when I was talking to Jasmine, I was crazy part about this is they're really acting like um, Sandoval and Raquel is wrong as fuck when um, everybody knows you ate this nigga bitch pussy in the car and, and was cool about it. So what, what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? That they already knew about it, so that's the difference? It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. And, and you probably do it again. And you a whole ass mistress, bitch. Yes. And she's a mistress. And she fucked James Kennedy. Like, what are we doing? And look, like, let's not forget how Ariana even got Sandoval. You got Sandoval when he was with Kristen years ago. Like, no, like, like, nobody is perfect. Everybody is far from perfect. Everybody has done similar things. The only difference is, is that they were best friends. You know, that's the only real difference. Which, okay, yes, granted, that makes it worse. But the shit they were saying, like, let me give you an example of what they were saying. This is Ariana to Raquel. Shut the fuck up. Go fuck yourself with a cheese grater. Fuck you. You fucking suck. You're disgusting. And I wish nothing but the worst fucking shit that could ever happen to a person on you. Damn. Damn. Yeah. And she meant every piece of word that came out of her mouth. But I will, like, I will give Raquel this. She took that shit. She didn't cry. She didn't, you know, she didn't hit him back. She took that shit. Like she got heart. Like you can't, you can't, you can't deny that. You know what I mean? You can't deny that shit. She got heart. Um, this is the thing that um that I be um really obsessed over because I really pay attention to what people say when they in a um when they're in those uh type of moments. And um the reason why she felt that way and she has that ironclad heart like that is because 
she is actually um she's she's basically Harley Quinn to this nigga's Joker. Um, and when I say this nigga, you know I mean an evil man called Santa. <laughs> um, he has taken her away from everything. And he's keeping her in his grasp, and you can tell. And that's one thing that I really, um, I, I can't say that I respect it, but I just admire his supervillain because he has convinced her because of how she talked. The words she said I was paying attention to. He has convinced her that if he stopped fucking with her, she completely has nothing, nobody, nothing at all. Mm. He's, he's, he's put that in her head, and she's really believing that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing. Is I was just telling Jasmine earlier, like, um, that's why he was playing games like that. That's why he played games with her by throwing her on his best friend just to see what she would go and do. She almost took the bait, and then she fell back and was like, nah, I don't understand. And then that's how he knew he could warp this. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's a very manipulative dude, and he found somebody he can fully take advantage of. And the only way, the only reason why he did that is because at one point in her life, like she had basically said, she was always doing things for everybody else, and she wanted to be selfish. And he peeped that. That's all. The, the devil's in the details. If I see you wanting to do something um, that you feel is uncommon, I'm going to make you do it until you feel like that's how you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. That's how pimps work. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I could definitely see where you're getting that from. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just... It, it was a lot. It was a lot. Like, I understand why she ended up going into a, um, a rehab, you know, because she, she needed, she needed it. Like, that was a lot. That was a whole lot. Man, this that, lady said, this lady flat out said, I can't betray his trust because if I betray his trust, I don't have nobody. Right. But you got sisters and a family. You got a whole family. Know yeah. what I'm saying like nigga fuck them people. Yeah. At the yeah, end of the day. At the end of the day. Because this is the thing. This scandal was so huge. The network is not gonna let her and Sandoval go. They're not. Because if she betrayed his trust and actually told the full truth, then they're gonna want to see that. If she didn't portray his trust and stood on his side to the bitter end, lies and all. You know, then it's them two against the rest of the cast. The people, the cameras are going to want to see that as well. Either way it go, the cameras are going to want to see it. You know? This I know that she, that, that she probably won't come back. Um, she's still going to be with Sandoval, though. But this is how I know she probably won't come back for the simple fact that, you know, after the show, she um, she really did start revealing shit. And it was, uh, it was some stuff that she didn't want to reveal just because she didn't want to hurt Sandoval's feelings. But she did reveal a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's one of those things. Which, and she admitted to like, yeah, nah, he wanted me to lie. And so that was one of those things where he probably was talking to her like, nah, just go ahead and tell him. But don't tell him this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like we saw, we saw part of that because we knew that 
they were having like pep talks and you know coaching conversations and stuff like that and then when he pitched that huge fit because he wanted to talk to her without the cameras you know what I'm saying like what is it that you want to say to her that the cameras can't be there like we're not making an exception for you like we literally got cameras over there watching them eat we're not making exceptions for nobody don't tell them that we've been fucking with each other all this time don't tell them that you know in the, in the midst of me fucking right before I bust a nut, you said I love you, and I said I love you too, because I really don't mean the shit. Don't right. tell them. Don't tell them that we almost got our ass whooped in St. Louis because niggas ran up on us. Because <laughs> motherfuckers really love these weird ass bitches for some strange reason. Don't tell them that shit. Right. 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 But this is the thing. Like he been coaching her. Been coaching her. And and the producers kept catching them in certain lies, talking about, oh, I ain't never been the same. I can't remember as an adult. Like, what? How you not going to remember you going somewhere? Okay. Okay, girl. All right. Like, we're done. Here. And they got whole pictures of you, both of you niggas out there. Right. Kicked him. Posted up. You know, kicked him. And they got the whole rumor, rumor mill about motherfuckers uh, coming up to you, confronting you at out in St. Louis. Yeah. Like, but but you can't remember you can't recall, <laughs> girl. Bye. All right, all right. You show right. You can't you can't remember. That's fine. That's, yeah. You know what? You know what? It's so funny to me about that whole situation. I hate to keep bringing up St. Louis, but it's like St. Louis is so gentrified, and you know you you. Uh, I, I, it's it's probably just me. This is just my opinion. But when you hear gentrification, you be thinking motherfuckers is so. Um, they they're pushing people that they quote unquote think is civilized for a rumor uh, for a rumor to be going around as nigga motherfuckers confronted you in St. Louis. You had a bunch of white folks <laughs> on top of their nigga game coming to you and checking you like bitch. I'll beat your ass for such and such. Right, <laughs> Team Ariana. Like. <laughs> what in the fuck is going on right? Right, right, right. That's funny. Yeah. That shit is wild. That, yeah. I'm like, damn, I'm like, ooh, I'm like, this nigga Sandoval, I swear, I, I, I got to, his name alone stands as a villain, Sandoval. Yeah. But the uh, but what he's doing, oh, man, he, he, I, I got to give him a good, uh, he's either Lex Luger uh, or he's, uh, or he's fucking, uh, shit, I don't know, who could he, oh, shit. I don't know. He's he's really died. He's the kingpin. Fuck. I'm gonna give him the king. He, this nigga is diabolical as fuck. Cause this nigga's getting the bag. Oh yeah. And he's, he's gonna get the bag. Hand and over. He's manipulating the shit out of this girl. Like at the end of the day, um, Raquel, Rachel, whatever you want to call her, um, she don't know shit. Only thing she want to do is fit in with uh somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he's manipulating the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, but you know, they all adults, so. And they all, I I, I say I would, I wouldn't even have never got on there like that. They'd have been mad at me because I would have been like his uh, the other homeboy, like man, I, hey, listen, you know, uh, some people do this and some people do that because I'm not, nigga, we all fucked up out here. Yeah. 
We all fucked up. Only reason why James is doing that because James know he would have never been shit without the show. Like, period, die. Nothing. The difference between everybody else is they would have made their way somewhere wherever they were at. He wouldn't have never. Yeah. He's still trying to live DJ life. Yeah. Right. Right. And, yeah. Like, I've only, I think I've only heard of him DJing at BravoCon. So, but it's not like I'm keeping my ear to the Vanderpump Rule streets either. So, <laughs> but yeah. That motherfucker said, don't you dare downplay me on my DJs. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean, nigga? <laughs> Lord only knows. But. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, we know you take it personally, nigga. I know a nigga that rap to this day, 56 years old. He only do it with niggas that have studios at their house. He never wanted to pay good money to do it in the studio that actually would, like, get a good sound out. Wow. This nigga want to do it in the nigga bathroom. You the nigga that do it in the nigga bathroom. Don't nobody <laughs> give a fuck, bro. Talking about, shut that baby up. I'm trying to record. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you could be, and you could be dope. I'm not. I ain't trying to downplay you as a man. I ain't never gonna downplay another man. You could be dope. I'm just saying, um, where you choose to put your lane at. Like, if you was really focused on DJing, nigga, and especially as a reality uh, reality show. Come on, man. Do we have to talk about Polly from Jersey Shore? Okay. Okay. He had a whole. Like, he had a whole spinoff about his residency. So. Nigga, you can make a fucking mess, yeah. but you steadily want to talk about a nigga that's doing the same thing you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah. Wish everybody the best. Hope everybody, you know, comes back next season and has another successful season. Minus a ridiculous-ass scandal as this. But if they a do... three-part scandal. Well, me and you both said they just gonna say they've been fucking with each other. Yeah, like you know, cause I was sitting here waiting, like, okay, so was that the reveal? Cause that don't feel like a big reveal to me, but I right. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so that was pump rules. Um, next up is um. Travis Randolph. So, Travis Randolph is the former NFL player who was on trial for murder and attempted murder. Um, Basically, the situation was he was messing with this girl who um, was married. And um, the girl either went through his phone or overlooked him while he was in his phone. And saw that he was interacting with another girl. Hold on, Lindsay. I'm going to cut you off right there. Okay. I'm going to cut you off right there because I just want to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, it never was brought up uh, that she was married. So she felt no need to tell her boyfriend her personal business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just want to I, I re- I, I put that out there. Um, and let you know that, that mm-hmm. uh, let, yeah, let's not let's not even talk about that because um, yeah. her boyfriend doesn't need to know her personal business. Right. Um, but, you my know, so go ahead and uh, feel free to, you know, continue. Oh, my bad. Sorry to put your personal business out there. But right. 
Um, yeah, so she finds out that he was interacting with another lady, um, gets upset, and they end up having an altercation where she um struck him. And it was all on his video surveillance that he has on his uh on his property. So, um, she's still upset. She sends a text to her brothers telling her brothers to, quote unquote, shoot his shit up. So, they go over to his house to do just that. And, um, Travis, um, reciprocated. And... He struck one of the people in the car when he reciprocated. He struck two of them. Oh, he struck two of them. Okay. Well, he killed one, um, which was the brother's friend. So, um, he went on trial for it. He um, wanted to implement the stand your ground law, uh, which has a very low success rate when it comes to black people trying to use that law. Um, however, he was on the, uh, positive side of that statistic because he got acquitted this past week and, um, yeah, yeah. So shout out to him. Um, cause he definitely was the victim in this, uh, the one that should be on trial is the girlfriend slash sister slash somebody's husband or somebody's wife so yeah for sure um what are your thoughts about this well, i'm gonna piggyback about the last thing you said because i really just want to um, integrate this shit right here she should be charged with this and mm-hmm. my city my city goes down like this not only would she would have been charged but the three niggas that uh, survived would have been charged too. That's yeah. you know what I'm saying. That's that's just how it be. Um, I got a homeboy uh that um that, that's locked up right now because uh he went and did a homeboy uh he did a robbery with one of his niggas and that nigga got killed and they charged that nigga. So, um, she should definitely be charged. Um. She should definitely, uh, she should go to jail and the rest of them niggas should go to jail. And, uh, God bless the dead because I don't want to, um, um, disrespect that man because he didn't know he was going to die, uh, that night. Mm-hmm. But, they they uh, didn't know what they were stepping into. Yeah. That's just, um, what it's into and she's the culprit of it all. Mm-hmm. Another thing I would say is it happens to be Florida. So this is a double-edged sword for us as a community to really understand because um, the only way she's going to be charged is if the state pick it up. And the state of Florida ain't really good at fucking with niggas. Mm -hmm. So um, it's going to be one of those things where you'll take the small, uh, you stake a small uh, victory, but you did not win the war. You know, and that's what it's gonna be. Um, hope uh, hopefully it's not. But 
But um, how I how I just think the state of Florida is, it, it probably is going to be that way. But getting off that shit, um, getting off that rea- uh, reality of uh, what it is to be black in America, I totally didn't even understand why this nigga was going to have a trial in the first place. Um, all of this is self defense on any given thing. He played everything smart. If he would have shot uh, any of them in the back, yeah, that's when we supposed to have a trial. He did not do that. Yeah. He shot because these niggas had guns. Excuse me. Excuse me, y'all. I'm burping, y'all. But not only did these niggas have guns, these niggas got into a car and started pointing these guns. Now, there's one thing everybody will be like, you know, nah, you just believe in this story. Now, I'm going to just keep it real as a man with uh, that has um uh, has the authority to uh, have pistols on. All I need you to do is pull that motherfucker out. That gives me license to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And in any state, um, if there's no problem with shooting until you don't see a threat. That's what they tell cops. So if they tell cops that, I'm going to do the same motherfucking thing. I'm going to shoot so I don't see a fucking threat. Now, do I um, now do I um, hope to kill somebody? Nah, I'm just hoping not to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, at that moment, uh, like he said, and I believe that man, he was thinking about him and his brother. He told his mother that. He got on stand and told uh, told. Them people that when his mother was saying um, that she was hysterical and saying that, you know what I'm saying, she didn't know what was going on, this was wrong, he said, man, I was protecting me and my brother. Mm-hmm. When you tell your mother that, you mean it. I, I just think, I, I, I think it was um, very fucked up that he even had to go to trial for this type of fuck shit. And they wasn't charging them people. If it was a white man that did that shit, that nigga wouldn't even have been in jail. Let alone have this shit string on for fucking um, uh, damn near uh, two years, man. But that's the shit that happens. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me. I hate to uh, sound like anti-black, y'all, but I mean not anti-black, but anti-establishment. But like, when it comes uh, when it comes to us, man, they don't they don't play a sphere. You know, like, Zimmerman did that shit to an unarmed black man or a, a black young man. And, uh, shit, that, he got off scot-free quick and fast. It, this should not even have been a, uh, this shouldn't even have been a two-year stint. This should have been, hey, man, they came up there. They, he was protecting himself. It is what it is. Boom, boom, boom. Let that man go about his business. He's. There shouldn't have been no way this man had to face this and be taken away from his family for two years. Right. 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 Because that that was that was ridiculous. Um. Especially when like the evidence is there that this was self defense, you know. Like, cause I agree with you. It should it shouldn't have been a trial. Like he should have he should have went home. That's one of those. Cause you know we've been running into these cases where. People are shooting, people are killing, and they're not 
being arrested immediately. And we're all wondering why. This is like one of those instances where he should have went home. No, the, the, the lawyer that filed for Zimmerman said this shouldn't even have been a trial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if we're gonna if we're gonna stand our ground, then we should be able to stand our ground. It sh- you shouldn't be able to pick and choose, because I think yeah. like um I think the statistic is like eighty five percent of Black people they that claim the stand your ground law are not successful. Nah, I remember, I, I I forget this lady's name, but I'm not disrespecting you because I, I'm, I'm still telling people your story. She did the same thing and then she went to jail for it. And mm. she was protecting her kids. Right. 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 But just oh, like just, like that, um, this, this ain't staying your ground, but it's that um, one situation that just happened over... Um, a few days ago where the mom uh, went to her neighbor because the neighbor was like being rude and throwing shit at her kids and stuff like that and the lady shot her through the door did you hear about that I did not hear about that yeah so um, the mom and the kids were black of course the neighbor's white and the kids were playing in a yard next to the neighbor. The neighbor came out yelling all these type of racial slurs at them, telling them to leave, blah, blah, blah. They left. However, they forgot their iPad. The neighbor picked up the iPad and kept it. They go over there. Um, one, one of the kids go over there. To get the iPad back, the neighbor throws it at him. They, I think she hit him in the head. Damn. He goes, tells his mama. His mama and the kid goes back over to the house. She's knocking on the door. The lady shoots her through the gun. I mean, through the door, hitting her in the chest in front of her kid, her front of one of her kids. Her kid's 10 years old. Um, the other kids, of course, were outside. So the kids saw their mama die, basically. Um, the police had been called on that neighbor several times. I think at least six. So the police were aware that she was this racist bitch. Um, but the police didn't arrest her right after this occurred. It, if it wasn't for the neighbors coming forward saying like, no, this is what legit happened. Yeah. She wouldn't have been arrested. And is and then with the situation that happened here with Ralph Yarl, it took days and a public protest for them to arrest that guy for shooting that sixteen year old through the door. There's no reason unless it's the purge for you to be shooting somebody through the door. Like what? I mean, like, I, unless you see a gun, why are you shooting That's somebody through the door? I was about to say, it's speculation Yeah. Because if if somebody run up to my door right now, and this nigga is holding 
shooting a gun. I'm not even going to ask him what he's here for. Yeah, that's something no different. Like you, that. you see the gun. But, as, I mean, he's running up there. That that's a threat. Yeah. You don't need to open your door to know that that's a threat. At the same and at the same time, that's one of those things where you are you are totally aware of your. You know what I'm saying? Your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people will uh, say the whole thing of uh, like what what, uh, what happened here. You know, they, they, they try to blame everything. They blame his age. They blame his illnesses. All this shit. Um, truth be told is people were given this right after this whole Zimmerman thing. And I hate to bring back Zimmerman, but I'm going to keep it 100 with you. After Zimmerman, people have been given this right to think, oh, no, I could just legally kill a nigga and get away with it. Basically. And I, when I say nigga, I ain't meaning everybody. Cause, you know, normally when I say nigga, I mean everybody. No, nah, I mean people of color. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just giving a, uh, uh, y'all think y'all giving a pass to kill a person of color, a motherfucker that looked like me, motherfucker who was re- uh, who was originally brown or black or whatever you want to call it. Y'all giving them a right to like shoot us and think they gonna get away with this. Scott fucking free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all let, y'all let too many people do it. Yeah. Zimmerman is just the cat that the, the uh, be all do all because it gets other people of color on your dick. Because Zimmerman wasn't even fucking white. Ain't that the T? Huh. That's the whole point. Right. But that's he, the gag. But, but his his type of person that's on his side of people of the color wants to always ride with white because white is all right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ain't all you white folks. I ain't never gonna downplay uh, uh, just white people in general, but you know, you know who run this shit, mm-hmm. and they don't like me. Yeah, straight up, straight up, and it's just it's 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 crazy. It's crazy how that is that it's like that, you know. But but yeah, yeah. So. Fortunately for Travis Randolph, it did um, end in in an acquittal for him. So that's something positive out of this situation. Sorry for my left. Oh, no, no, no. You're straight. Because that's what we do here. We do the the left. Um, But, yeah. Like I said, fortunately for him, it did end with an acquittal. So, um... You know, it's just, it's just, it's crazy because <clears throat> I saw a clip of the trial when the girlfriend was on the uh, witness stand and she was, they need to get her for perjury because she was lying her ass off. She was up there trying to say all types of shit on what she meant by when she sent that text. Shoot the shit up. Shoot his shit up. Right. Talking about, I meant everything but him. Shut up. Girl, shut up. Because no, you didn't. So, um, I'm going to make a whole new segment for uh, this show. This is called What We Really Meant to Say. Um, (laughs) Hey, hey, people of America. um, We have just found out 
the phrase, shoot the shit up. Shoot his shit up. Now, from what this lady's saying, it means shoot everybody but, I mean, shoot everything but him. Uh, in the urban community, uh, let me just break this down to you. When someone says, shoot that shit up, that means, I don't give a fuck if your mama, your your, your, your brother, your sister, your uh, nieces, your nephews, your baby that you think ain't yours, uh, the dog, the cat, the goddamn goat in the back of the house. I don't give a fuck who gets shit. Turn that shit into Swiss goddamn cheese. Right. Fuck those people. Right. Air that bitch out is basically what that means. Air it out. So, so stop. Stop with the lies. Stop with the cap. It's all cap. I wish I had a cap. I put it on, but I don't work here. It's no fucking way. There you go. Damn. Stop with the cap. Stop with the cap. That Damn. shit is so cap. <laughs> like, girl, shut up. Nigga. When she said that shit, I was like, what the hell? And you, and she's really trying to die on this one? Like, what? That and even no, even the even the lawyers was just like, you know that yeah, and you and I both know what this means. Why are you up here lying? Because that don't even almost, make sense. Even if even if let's you know what, let's humor her for a second. Okay, that's what she meant. How can you do that without trying to hit somebody? Right. Or accidentally hitting. Or somebody. Act- took the words right out of my mouth. I was about to say, or accidentally. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm going to shoot all the way around. I'm going to make an outline with gunshots because that's where he was standing. But I'm not going to shoot right. him. Girl, bye. Bye. The fuck? First and foremost, listen. Now, you know, everybody uh, had, you know, it's, it's his story, it's their story, and it's the truth. Um, uh, and, and between the both these people's stories, the honest to God truth. Now, what I will say is this. I've never in my whole life, and I know this phrase has been, it, it's been around for a minute now, excuse me, but I've never in my whole life said, you know what time it is, nigga, it's demon time, and talk to a male I've never said that to a male. So as a male, if another male tells me it's demon time and pulls out a pistol, more than likely I'm going to shoot that nigga too. <laughs> I mean, when I interpret that... I ain't going to go through my head when I hear some shit like that. Yeah, when, when I interpret somebody saying it's demon time, that means you about to do like the worst thing imaginable at this time with no remorse. So I'm not I'm not mad that you would think that you were gonna have to shoot this motherfucker too. Like because demon time mean that they probably gonna shoot your ass. You know? I'm just saying as a male, it's a very different uh perspective uh from a uh from a male saying that to a male. Cause I've had some chicks um when I was single 
Let me iterate that so people won't think that shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm on some extra shit. Mm -hmm. But like, no, I've had chicks to be like, shit, I'm trying to be on demon time. And I didn't even know shit about it until I, you know what I'm saying, I referenced it. The shit came from like a uh, some song or something. Okay, so when a woman says that to a man, what are they meaning? Because that's not part they of my vocabulary. They on, they, they on some fucking shit. But what's different than regular fucking? I don't know. It's demon time fucking. They like, they on their demon time. Does that mean so that they about, about to be, to be like... Yeah, like, are they trying to be on some disgusting shit? shit? Are they just trying to do it at night? Like, what What makes it different? Nothing. It'd be the same. It was the same old pussy I've been getting. <laughs> they probably just drunk that night. I don't know. I know what I'm saying. I can't, I can't really, like, tell you that. Like, but what I'm saying is, it's a big difference from that conversation to a nigga looking you in the face and say, I'm on we on demon time tonight and he pull out his pistol. Yeah. What you about to do? You about to rape me at gunpoint, nigga? I'm about to shoot, <laughs> about to shoot the dog shit out of you. Right, You right. gonna eat me up and rape me, nigga. We are not in prison. <laughs> hey. And then one of the niggas, everybody vouched for it, even his niggas, they said the nigga just ripped his shirt off like they was in the motherfucking WWE. <laughs> Like, this nigga just ripped his shit off. Like, nigga, it's go time. Was he on bath yeah, talk? I'm like, shooting at you niggas, too, man. I'm shooting at you niggas, too. And I hate that. Like I said, I'm not downplaying this man because this man passed. He did not know that today was going to be the day he was going to die. So I'm not downplaying him, and I'm not make, making light of the subject. I'm saying, me, if I see these things, yes, I'm going to shoot, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I'm not mad at you for that. I'm not mad at you for thinking that at all, cause what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Like, and like it was just too much evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this: how you know Florida don't give a fuck because the detective that they had on the case didn't even like really try to pursue what was going on. You got two niggas in a car shot. Um, you don't even look, you don't even, uh, um, try to trace their steps from where they came from. You just hear a name and then you automatically go to the name. And then not only do you automatically go to the name, you pull over the wrong motherfucking person. Uh, that was all kinds of fucked up in this case. All that shit, that shit was a total shit show. Mm-hmm. And then, no, like, from that right there, you you should know that, that I, nah, I'm going to just keep it 100. I was going to say something politically correct, but no. This is how you know Florida don't really give a fuck when it comes to us. Because they didn't do their due diligence. They just said, who shot you? Okay, that nigga's going to jail. They didn't even go through the whole what fucking happened thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Yeah, they ain't give a fuck. They was just like, oh, okay, yeah, y'all, y'all sad, y'all crying. We just gonna take that nigga to jail. We ain't even worried about it. Right. Motherfuckers ain't. Niggas didn't do shit. Niggas didn't confiscate phones. Nigga, didn't, all the shit I've ever been through, just on petty shit, they didn't even do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, we there are countless, countless examples 
on how Florida is fucked up. You know, and this is the crazy part about it because anybody who's ever been to Florida, I mean, Florida is a beautiful state. I've been, I've been a couple of times. Florida is a beautiful state, but Florida's fucked up. Their laws are pretty fucked up, and the people that's running the state are fucked up individuals. Hell, one, like, the governor is trying to run for fucking uh, president now, and he he's on demon time. Shit. <laughs> he definitely, he just trying to do every. Eight- he, I ain't going to lie, and it's just, you know what I'm saying, is he just peeped the game that Trump did, and he's just trying to Trump Trump. Yeah, like seriously, like seriously, and um, depending on this whole shit with Trump, he might be the the man that will hold the Republican ticket. Yeah, because uh, Trump, unless, unless, this is the thing, this is the, this, this the kicker, because he can still run while going through this shit. He can still right. run while he's in prison. And you know what he can do? Mm-hmm. He can pardon himself. Right. Right. That's the crazy part about politics. Like, you can be a convicted felon and run for president, but you cannot be a convicted felon and vote. Wow, man. Mm-hmm. Only thing, only thing they really care about is you being 35 or older and you being born um, on, on American soil. Those are the only real two qualifications for running for president. Which is some bullshit. uh, Just uh, from going through this case, I found out some crazy shit because um, where I was watching it, these people were uh, not only talking about uh, talking about the case, they was also talking about Florida laws and they was talking about the governor and and then on the governor, they got on Trump and they said, you know. Um, time out, time out. I don't know what you did when you moved the um thing, but it's like a ringing sound when you talk. Can you hear me now? Oh, I do apologize. Yeah, yeah, you good now. I uh, but now um, what I'm saying is what I uh didn't know was um, it was a uh, I guess a nigga that tried to run for uh run for office or run for presidency. That did the same type of shit and like almost won. Mm. Like he almost won. So, you know, he crawled so Trump could walk. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, some, some of those people running are just complete embarrassment. In, in more ways than one, they're just. They're a complete embarrassment, but um, but yeah, but back, but back to Travis Randolph. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, but you know what? You know, good vibes, positive energy. Hopefully, um, you make better choices with the women that you choose to spend your time with. And um, I heard that he's trying to get back in the NFL. Hopefully, that's successful, and you just continue to live your life in a positive way. That's all I can really say about right. that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to piggyback off that because um, even when uh, trying to deep dive into you, like, uh, um, everybody had, like, they, they talked good Ooh, about you. They uh, doing it something again. that I knew about you was uh, 
you uh you would talk to a young boy and it end up going viral. Um, so like yeah, you are uh, you are an inspiration for the people around you. So just continue to do that. And you got one up on people. You actually can't tell people you know. Um, they accuse you of something that you know you did. And evidence shows you did. Mm -hmm. So continue to uh, just be that inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's doing that sound again when he talks. Uh, now it's just doing it. What does it sound like? It's like a high pitch ringing. I don't even hear it on my ear, so I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a high pitch ringing. I apologize, folks. Let me Ooh. see what's going on. Okay, I hear, I heard that. Yeah. Do you have anything else open? I I don't. I do got my uh. Let me check it. I got my email open. Try closing that and see if that will fix it. I just closed everything out. Okay. I don't hear it no more. So. You don't? Mm -mm. Okay. Mm, I lied. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it started when you moved the camera. Something stupid like that. Right, right. Dang. Other than that, I'm just off the regular laptop. Ooh. I hear that. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out where it came from. I don't know. You know, I saw Boogeyman last night, and that's what it's. That's funny. Sounding like the Boogeyman. All right. I think I think you're good now. I don't hear nothing now. Alright, you good? Okay, cool. Yeah, I think so. Alright, so um next up is uh let's let's go with Jocelyn. So um Jocelyn Hernandez was on Drink Champs. Um I think the interview came out like a week or so ago. But um yeah. So you can. Um, um, you talk about. I'm gonna talk about it, okay. and I'm gonna enlighten it. But you, you talk. I gotta. You already put it on mute, so yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Jocelyn Hernandez, she was on Drink Champs um, like a week or two ago, and the interview. <clears throat> The interview just uh, was pretty lengthy. It was like three hours long. And they talked about a lot of things. Um, 
within that, they also got pretty saucy. <laughs> but um, they, the beginning of the interview, they were talking about College Hill. Um, she pretty much revealed that they did, in fact, get into a fight. Now, mind you, this interview came out before the latest episode aired. So she said that they had got into a fight and in her words, she said she dog walked that bitch. And she basically told us that they had gotten um, expelled from the program. Um, Then she also, um, you know, talked about her life, talked about her life um, in Puerto Rico, um, how she um, got on loving hip hop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) How she got on loving hip hop, um, her life with Stevie, and now her life with Ballistic. She did reveal that they are in fact married, and that they will be having a wedding special on BET. I think BET Plus actually. So, um, but yeah, they talked about a lot of things. But um, yeah, so you can go on ahead and dive into it more in depth. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I actually um, liked the interview with uh, Jocelyn Hernandez. Um, I told Lindsay to check it out. Um, the thing about it was, uh, we all know Jocelyn. We all know where Jocelyn came from, so we don't have to do that. Um, I just see what everybody else doesn't see. Everybody else doesn't see that... Uh, Jocelyn ain't grew up not mother one motherfucking bit. Jocelyn just don't do a lot of dope no more. Um, this is the whole this is the whole thing in a nutshell. I hate to cut it up like that. Hate to make it seem like that because I'm never gonna um disrespect her um on anything. I, I respect her Afro Latina uh, roots. Um, I, I respect everything about her becoming a boss. But I will say that shit that y'all talking about. As far as, you know, yeah, she didn't grow up, but she's not the same. She is exactly the same. You know what the difference is? She's not doing as much fucking drugs as she used to. Like, everybody know a bad motherfucker. I know a crackhead that's a bad motherfucker. If he get off crack, that don't change from him being a bad motherfucker. But it is going to change how he, he, he perceives certain shit. This is what we looking at. Um. We looking at Jocelyn never changing, always being who she is. She just ain't always amped up all the time. Sometimes she's laid back. Sometimes she's cool. Get too high, she gets too drunk. That's all right. She's always going to speak her opinion, drunk, high, whatever it is, sober as fuck. So we know this from uh, Jocelyn Hernandez. We also know Amber Rose comes from the same cloud. Uh, uh, you know the stripper atmosphere. So we know she, and she's not gonna be a bitch when it comes to a lot of things. If she feel like she can uh, whoop a bitch ass, she gonna try. So we went through this whole deal with the, with, uh, with that. She didn't speak on that like she, uh, like she's supposed to. But we all heard. We we all knew what she meant. Like uh, she, I, um, in the interview, she was waiting on the check. So she wasn't gonna speak like uh like she normally wanted to. 
but we, we knew what Joshua was going to do. Anyway, um, it was a dope interview. I really, um, I really do like how um, she did emphasize on where she came from. Because, you know, it is, I mean, to be who she is now, to come from a situation where, nigga, you didn't even have no shoes. You would have run around Puerto Rico with no shoes on your feet. God damn. <laughs> God damn, you lived a hard life, Josh. So, I, I, I respect, you know what I'm saying, uh, where she came from. And I respect the money that she's making. But, um, we got to get out of that whole situation of, yeah, it's some growth, it's some growth. And, and she she expanded a lot of own things. One thing she uh it said that uh, yoga saved her life. She said uh if it wasn't for yoga, she probably would have died from a, a drug overdose because um heavy drugs or you know what I'm saying are like hereditary in her family, right? Everybody gets on heavy drugs. And we know, Joshua, because we seen you on a heavy drug. So I am glad that you chose yoga. Instead of mounds and mounds of cocaine. Yeah, she just said recently that um, she did a show, and that was like the first time she's done a show sober. So that big up, big up to her. Cause that that's a that's a big thing. Cause quiet as it's kept, if I was in the business that she was in, I'd probably would never do it sober. So. I would have to take a shot or two, or five. Like, I mean, yeah. You gotta think of what she gotta do and what she came from. Like, she mm-hmm. just only thing she know how to do is like, you know, make her body make her money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, um. I mean, me. I've I've been a Jocelyn fan since. Season one, episode three of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Um, it's funny that I know specifically why, because that's right. that was the episode that she told her story. So, um, so once I once I heard her story, I was in, you know, and you say that there's no growth there. Um, I actually feel otherwise yeah everybody does everybody look at me like i'm crazy the reason why the reason why i feel otherwise is um because uh jocelyn's cabaret um when when i first started watching jocelyn's cabaret it was the second season but I was like, you know, let me go back and watch this first season. So I was I went back and watched the first season while the second season was airing. And showing her in that first season, it revealed how much of a heart she had because what she wanted to do with the cabaret and what it turned out to be was two two totally different things. Um what she wanted to do with the cabaret was she wanted to basically save these women who were in similar situations that she was when she was in the stripping game. And she wanted to show them like, you know, there's other ways that you can make money without taking your clothes off. She had like women that were act was definitely like out on the stroller. There was this one chick. She went and got her from the track. There was another chick 
that had a pimp and was filming with her pimp and was she had to get permission from her pimp like Jocelyn had to get permission from the girl's pimp for the girl to participate in certain things that they were doing like this was some real life shit you know what I mean and it wasn't but the thing is is that it wasn't until she had this fight on the show with the girl that actually was her friend before all of this that people gravitated to the show and it started trending and all this type of stuff because of that fight so then it got more intense season two then it got even more intense season three and by season three now we got the baddies on zeus so it's like you doing all of this it it seems like she's reverting back but she's reverting back for the paycheck so I feel like season one was more authentic and you can tell that she she had grown and matured season one. But I get it. Work ain't honest, but it pays the bills. So you're going to give them what they want. And what people want to see on Zeus is fighting. Because what, what's Zeus known for? They're known for the fights and the altercations and all that type of stuff. They're not known for all the other shows that they got on there that has nothing to do with fighting, you know? So, so I get it. So, I get it. So what you basically, what you're saying is her growth is more of, uh, being the victim and then turning it into, uh, the perpetrator. That's not her growth, but that's uh, what that's ended what up happening. Saying. That's what ended up happening. I'm not, I'm not going to front. Not- that's what ended up happening. That's it, yeah. So I was about to say, like, yeah, that that's not sugarcoated. Let's call the spade a spade. No, 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 absolutely. I'm not, I'm not gonna fake and shake like that. Ain't what the case is, because that's that's 100 what happened. That's but that's not her growth. I feel like her growth was her transitioning from loving hip hop from the whole franchise because she was on New um she was on um Atlanta and Miami. So, I feel like if you see how she was on there transitioning to her first season of Jocelyn's Cabaret, you can see that there was growth there. I just think it was more of, and it's just my opinion, Mm -hmm. um, uh, most people uh, call it growth. I just call it being sober because Jocelyn, uh, even high as a motherfucker, Jocelyn um, was negotiating some of the biggest deals in love and hip hop. So you gotta respect her for that. So she's always been there. She just did it high as fuck. Then when she start uh when she started becoming sober, she started thinking of ownership. But that's not nothing that she grew up on. That's just something that if she would have got if she would have always been sober, this is what she would have been on because that's what she was on when she was high. Yeah. She was but on, I feel she, like... she was still on like brokering big ass deals. Right. But I feel like she was like, I don't, I don't think she knew her worth either. I think it took a minute for her to know, to, for her to know her worth because she was I'll under Stevie. You know I'll what I mean? You, I'll give you that hundred percent. Yeah. Right. And this is the killer part about that. Yeah. Stevie, you know, he was the driver of the school bus or whatever, but that whole, um, throttle that they had. 
we wouldn't have cared that much if it wasn't for Jocelyn. Jocelyn was the star in that show. That is very true. You know what I mean? Like if it wasn't for Jocelyn, we like we we legit wouldn't have cared whether whether you loved her or loved to hate her. You know? So uh That's true. Yeah. That's what I respect about Jocelyn because Jocelyn know, uh, knew that. In that interview on Drink Champs, I loved how she said she had, my, my, my checks went from 1500 3500 to $15,000 to more and more and more that I, you know what I'm saying, because I was bringing a fucking show. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and that was the honest to God truth. I, I totally 100%, 100% agree with her and I, and I was like, boom. Now I know why. You know what I'm saying? She uh, she has that plight against old girl that runs uh, Love and Hip Hop because she was running the bag up on that girl, and that girl stopped that shit. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, that woman stopped that shit. Yeah. She was running the bag up on them, and they they had to pay. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, let's just be real about the situation. Ever since Jocelyn has not been on Love and Hip Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, that shit has gone down the drain. Hell yeah! I watch it out of habit. Don't nobody want to keep on uh, seeing this girl that you know what I'm saying that made a song about you know what I'm saying pussy so good make a nigga want to marry me. This nigga cheating like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. And now they the OGs on the show giving everybody else relationship advice. If y'all don't get the entire fuck out of here, like. I don't know why I want what y'all got. Advice, but I want to hear they can do it 100%. But I want to hear him saying how do you constantly live with somebody that you know you can get better pussy outside of the house from? <laughs> right. Like how do you how do you do And that? then this is I the crazy part. This is the crazy part. Like I saw this on Twitter not too long ago. They put up the clip where she first uh played that song for him and he she was in the car like just singing it you know and he looking at her like bitch if you don't right like i just had shirley a few days ago and her pussy run miles around your I'm ass about, <laughs> i just i just bought keisha a brand new car because her pussy was that good right like mm, but okay yeah yeah that i married your ass okay, yeah so. Like, I guess right. so. You know, you right. Yep. Right. <laughs> so, so good. Right. Pussy so regular, I just don't want to die alone. That's right. what you should have said. I mean, I'm here out of habit. I'm here so I won't get fined. Like, <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, but again, uh, back on Jocelyn, like, yeah. yeah. Again, um, she was running the bag on Mona Scott. So I, I, when she talked about Mona Scott, um, I really do think that um, uh, she don't want to confront her like that, like like you know what I'm saying, like regular Josh would run up and fight her. But she really do want to. Uh, I think she really should have a conversation about like, damn, like what did you, what didn't you like about? Because you know, Jocelyn thinks the world's against her, so. Mm. She should ask Mona Scott, like, what didn't you like about me when you stopped me from getting the bag to the point where I had to leave? Because truth be told, if I am bringing a show and I asked to be compensa- uh, uh, compensated for that, why are you not, why, why do you feel like it's a problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like, like what's the anything, problem? I would, like if I was Mona Scott, Jocelyn Hernandez would have been my best friend. She would have stayed on uh, 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 Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I would have paid that bitch whatever she wanted. And that's the killer part about it because you know a lot of a lot of people, including the cast members, after the I think it was season three fight that they had at the reunion, they did not want Stevie and Jocelyn on the show. But like right after re- the reunion had taped. Like, Jocelyn was out having dinner with Mona Scott Young, so it was like, then a lot of people got mad because they felt like she was condoning it, but it was just like, you know, this is the bread and butter right here. This is the reason why everybody got a check now, so. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, so at one point, they were cool. At one point, she did have her back. At one point, she was keeping her around. But, Jocelyn also got pissed off at her and made a whole diss record. So, yeah, I get, I can see why, I can see why she wouldn't come back. But this is the thing, the gag about it all is, she came back to Miami, because I thought she wasn't gonna be able to come back to the franchise. Period. But she came back to Miami, which Miami made sense because she live in Miami now. But it was like, okay. Y'all really not that pissed, cause y'all let cause y'all let her back in, right? You know, so I don't know. I just think it's one of those situations where both of them need to like toss all that shit to the side and just talk. Like at one point, y'all were friends. Like let's get all this. When it's all said and done, this lady is bringing a bag to you, and she gave you the, uh, and this other lady gave you this opportunity to get this bag. So at one point y'all were cordial, y'all were friends. I need y'all to get back on that so y'all can like, you know what I'm saying? So it won't be none of that old sidebar shit about each other because y'all still work in the same industry. I never understood that just in the streets. Like I, um, when I was in the streets doing whatever I was doing, I used to, I, I, I didn't understand niggas that was doing the same thing I was doing, but was saying some hateful shit. I would always like take them somewhere and have a real discussion with them. Now, I don't know. I'm going to beat a nigga up because I ain't never been tough like that. But me and you do need to have a, have a conversation. Now, if it gets there, then it gets there. So win, lose, or draw, I'm going to still always be like, nah, I brought the olive branch to you first. Now it's on some nigga shit. Yeah. But like, I just think they need to have that whole conversation. Like, I just think they need to get together because um, from that interview with Drink Chaps, you can tell that, like, she really don't want to, uh, be that kind of downplay any black woman on anything. Mm-hmm. But she just has her problem with, you know what I'm saying, on, on that situation. So they just need to have a sit, uh, sit down and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she do. Um, or they do. You know, if if not for anything else, just to clear the air. Because I honestly, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Mona Scott's um, company has anything to do with Love and Hip Hop anymore. I could be wrong. But I don't think they do. Because they they've made a whole lot of changes. Like one of the changes being that they're now on MTV now. So yeah. yeah. Um It's a whole bunch of stuff. But like Noriega uh said, and I respect uh shout out to Noriega. Mm-hmm. I respect him for defending people because you defend people that you fuck with. And he said it like, nah, I think if y'all really had a talk, it wouldn't be none of this shit. Like and I mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? Because he, he know he respect her and he respect her. Yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, because, like, the thing is, is that Mona Scott, you know, she's been in the game for a really long time. She was, like, a lot of people's managers back in the day. Literally. I think she may have been Noriega's manager at one point. So, yeah. She was. Her and Chris Lighty was. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and she still manages Missy Elliott now. But, um, but, yeah. Yeah, so she's, she's very well connected. She just, I mean, she just transitioned over to TV when Love and Hip Hop came about. But, um, but yeah, she, she's very, she's very, uh, well connected and highly respected. Now, the people now don't really too much respect her because of what a shit show Love and Hip Hop has been. But, yeah, but nonetheless, so. But um, transitioning over, since we are yeah, still talking about um, Miss Jocelyn and Hernandez, like a belt right? <laughs> so um, you know Jocelyn Hernandez, she is part of the cast of season two of College Hill Celebrity Edition that is being filmed at Alabama State. Um, this past episode was the fight that everybody has been anticipating between Jocelyn and Amber Rose. Um, so the fight in itself, um, okay, the actual, the actual physical altercation was not aired. However, BET did promote this fight since the trailer dropped. Um, of course, a lot of people, you know, got the subscription, tuned in and watched, um, because of this fight. So the fact that they didn't air it, a lot of people were tweeting, BET can go to hell. Um, so, um, they put up what they did, what they did was they played the audio and while they were playing the audio, they put up a um, a black screen with white words that basically said um, that the powers that be decided not to air the footage of the fight and that um, Alabama State and BET just not condone violence of any kind. Um, I believe across the board, wherever you see a fight, whether it be on BET, um, or any streaming platform, whether it be on Bravo, VH1, MTV, whatever the case may be, nobody is going to say, yes, we condone violence. They're all going to say, we don't condone violence. It's a liability thing, uh, for lawyers, if, if, at the bare minimum, right? Um, but yeah, um, I feel like it may have been, it may have been an Alabama State call, because you know we're talking about a very prestigious university that um, was founded a couple years after slavery ended, so um, they have a very um, high respect level. So I can see Alabama State making that call, saying don't air the footage. However. Um, don't promote the fight if you're not going to show the fight. That's the whole point. You know, That's the whole thing in a nutshell. Yeah, 
we could have acted like the fight never happened. I feel like I feel like the powers that be knew that this was a lackluster season, especially compared to the first one, because the first one was a really good season. Um, and so they needed to get people to watch, and that that's a way to get people to watch. Um, another thing. Although we we love Jocelyn Hernandez over here, you know what you're getting when you put her on the screen. She's very provocative. So whether she's fighting with you with her words or her fists, it's going to be an altercation at the end of the day. Because whatever she speaks her mind, so whatever happens that she does she is not in agreement with, she's going to let you know. And then if it's something that you're doing, then you're going to, you know, come back at her or talk your shit in the confessionals, you know, or talk your shit to other people. But, you know, like you, like I said, you know what you're getting when you get hurt. Um, that that's the one thing. And then, but my my main issue. That's one thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> one of the many things. My main issue with the whole situation is what led up to the situation. Um, what they were basically talking about, um, you know, it was like segregation and, um, you know, dealings with race. I forgot, I forgot what class they were in, but, um, it was a couple of classes that they were in that was talking about race that this was yep. brewing from and um I know Jocelyn had made a comment where she said basically with her broken English she said that she's for segregation um I just think about black, black people um black people should just stay by black people you know what I'm saying yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, whatever broken English, but the the thing with that is, which which makes which makes this show good because a lot of people don't know a lot of things with African American history. One of them being is that a lot of Black people there was a movement for us to be separate from everybody else. Like there was a movement of that. So. Even though that's not what society wants you to think in 2023, there are people that did think that. There are people that do think that. Again, Jocelyn pretty much don't have a filter, so she's going to say what she want to say. And that's how she felt. And um, there's nothing wrong with how she feels about it. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. us right now um, say some crazy shit. Like, you know, um, she sound like one of them KKK members. I, it's, uh, I, I seen that shit. I seen the motherfucker say um, she acting just like uh, white folks. Nah, mm-hmm. like, um, like we let the, uh, the stats show that um, when we have actually did that, we have became major powerhouses. Yeah. And and so, like, the, prob- the problem it, it, with... It's not it. The problem with the ideology of the separate but equal is that it's not equal. You know, but um, 
But and and there's no way, unfortunately, especially in the U.S. Unfortunately, there's no way that you can be separate but equal. We're just not we're just not set up that way, and that's just the cold hard truth. We're not set up that way. We we've seen every powerhouse of of, of anything where black towns, um, uh, uh, big businesses uh, that was black. We we've seen a lot of those things crumble. Um, just because they're on uh, U.S. soil, mm-hmm. so you know, yeah, we 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 understand that. Um, same way with uh, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, um, Jocelyn sees that shit, but um, you know, Jocelyn has her opinion, and I can't do nothing with respect. Right, right, right. Especially when people were fighting, you know, for injustice and the civil rights movement all that type of stuff when all these different movements were coming about there were several different movements it wasn't just one movement and everybody followed that one ideology there were several different movements doing several different things to do several different things there was the equality everybody integrated there was the separate but equal there was the uh let's go back to africa (laughs) like there were all these different type of movements going about, you know, so um, there was, I mean, there was more than one thought process on how to change things. At the end of the day, everybody couldn't be in agreement that the status quo was some bullshit. But, um, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, say we're having this conversation and then um, Amber took offense to it. Um, my problem with Amber has been my problem with her throughout the season. Amber goes out of her way to let it be known I'm not one of y'all. Yeah. She screams from the rooftop how much she is not a black woman. She And, and she's not the only one that's mixed on the show, mind you. She lets it be known how much she doesn't listen to black music. She lets it be known how much she is an atheist. She lets it be known all these different types of things to where it's offensive at times. You know what I mean? And when I say it's offensive, like it's there's, there's no problem with you being mixed race. There's no problem with you being an atheist. But when you're telling me every five minutes and you're saying it with your nose stuck in the air, that's when it can be offensive. That's when I have a problem. Like, okay, fine. But you just be like, you know, like like when they did uh, the school song or whatever. Oh, I'm an atheist. I can't do this. Oh, I'm an atheist, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, like, Quay is your friend. And Quay was like, I've never known this about her. Uh, I listen to heavy, heavy metal music. When I would say you listen to heavy metal music, bitch, you dated Kanye West and was married to Wiz Khalifa and was dating Machine Gun Kelly when he was still rapping. When did you start listening to heavy metal? I'm not understanding. But okay, whatever. You know, but it, and it's just like, and then, and that's another thing because you're doing all of this 
on a black network on a show that is filmed at a HBCU. So what you have been doing since we have been knowing about you is you've been integrating yourself into black culture. You present as a black woman, but you're quick to tell us you're not one of us, even though we have embraced you as such, but you're quick to tell us how you don't feel comfortable with being in black spaces, even though the black space is the one that accepted your ass. But you have all these issues and that's where the problem lies. And the real issue, I feel, why they fought is because Jocelyn clocked your ass. She clocked your teeth in front of that whole classroom. And you didn't know what to do with, with any of that instead of walking out of that room as a 40-year-old adult. You going to touch her and have a fight? And people are like trying to, like people on the show are like, yeah, I was kind of offended too. Like, I'm glad she hit her. Like, no, that as an adult, that's not how you solve problems. Like, I get it. We're all human. Sometimes you do want to put your hands on a motherfucker. But if we're being real about the situation as adults, as mature adults, there is no way that that's acceptable. You don't put your hands on somebody. And then Jocelyn retaliated. And I'm not saying that because I'm just a big Jocelyn fan because I was an Amber Rose fan as well until this show, you know. But I'm just like, I I mean, she, she's very offensive. She And and unbeknownst to her or unbeknownst to her, at the end of the day, it's offensive. You know what I'm saying? So me being a black woman, me being an ADOS, it's offensive to me how much you don't want to be a black that basically i mean jocelyn was right jocelyn clocked your teeth you don't you want to be a white woman you you can't accept the fact that you are part black and then i found out when i was watching this other show um this one person on the other show they've been around a lot of cape verdians because like amber rose is like half white half cape verdian like her mom is cape verdian and um a lot of people don't even know where Cape Verde is, but um, it's an island off of Africa, so it's an African island, like Morocco. But um, apparently, the culture of a Cape Verdean is that they can't stand black people. So they teach them to integrate with or to um, procreate with other cultures to try to get the black out of out of their offspring. So, yeah. So, if that is true, then it would make even more sense why Amber has this ideology. You know what I mean? But in the same breath, you are you have infiltrated the black culture and we have embraced you and you make money off of it. You're very successful off of it and all the while sticking your nose up at us. You know? But that's my rant. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a, yeah, that was, that was a rant. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, I'm going to just keep it short and sweet. Um, it probably ain't going to be short, uh, short, but I'm going to keep it sweet. Um, in 2023, at this age that we live in now, you know, um, we can't tell no, we, we can't tell nobody what to identify with. Um, at the sign, at, at the same time, I say this, um, this is when, uh, Amber Rose contradicted herself to me. Um, when Jocelyn said, you are black, she said, but my dad's white though. See, I, I listen to what people say, you know, because that's how I formulate how, how my mom works for people. Uh, she contradicts herself when she says she, uh, she wants to be, um, she wants to be able to identify herself, um, as what she wants to be. She said that, and then she goes back into the old uh, saying of, "If your um, if your dad is black, then you're automatically black." Um, that was a that, that was a saying that, that that went on rapid. That was um, that was one of those things that happened way before me and you were born. Mm-hmm. If your dad was black, you were black. Um, and then before that, it was if you had any type of black blood in you. That means if your mama's black, you black. Yeah, the one drop rule. Yeah. So, like, uh, these two things were are, are resonant to her that she knows. But she tries to go on that variant of, if your father is white, then you're white. That's the thing, because she appeased to us, and it's cool. She makes a bag appeasing us but she really don't want to be us because she because she said that she said it without saying it whenever you hear anybody say but my dad's white though they're trying to justify that whole thing before the whole um i i can't tell you what year it was because i i because I, I don't know at, at this time but it went from if you got Anything of black, mom or dad, you are black. And then when we when we get to these uh when we get to uh the forties and the fifties, we start uh saying crazy shit like, you know, uh if the dad if the you know if, if the dad is black then you're black. Like it, it's a lot of Italians that go through this to this day. I know a lot of Italians that be like, nah, my grandmother was white. I mean, uh, grandmother was black. And I was like, you bullshit. And they'll show me pictures. Mm-hmm. But they rolled on that shit where your dad, your, your dad's Italian, so you Italian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we they, they went through that shit. But so Amber Rose is on that where um, I get her when she, you know what I'm saying? Because in 2023, yeah, you can't. You can't just uh, uh, give somebody a certain thing because they, they want to name themselves what they want to name themselves. I, I get it, but when you say that, you can't contradict yourself turning around and saying your dad is white. So by um, by proxy, you're trying to say that you're white too. And, and if that's how you feel, stop getting money from saying that, you know what I'm saying, that saying you're biracial. Mm-hmm. Stop! Stop playing that game where 
it, um, I'm only going to play the biracial part if it's beneficial for me. That's the same thing Meghan Markle does. Like, yeah. You got to stop that. People yeah. got to stop playing that type of game. Yeah. At the same time, I'm going to say this. Um, you're doing a great disservice to your children because your children are black. Yep. Your children are black. And so if you're confused, what do you think you're going to do to them? And like, you're going to contradict their fathers. Mm-hmm. So stop doing that. Like, pick a side. Pick whatever you want. Pick whatever you want to pick. But don't try to be in the middle when you contradict yourself on on the things you say about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to... Um... I'm not going to take away from from the plight of the mixed race person. No. You know. Okay. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, take away from that. I can I can see how especially because she's our age. So I can definitely see how growing up in the 90s, it was a it would be an issue and it and it probably was worse for people that are older than her, you know. But um, I believe it. Yeah, but but you still gotta pick a side, my nigga. You still gotta pick a side. Like at the end of like at the end of the day, um, we cannot go around here just picking and choosing our race, though. Yeah, you you know because like then you'll get a whole Rachel Dolezal situation. You know, like, and that motherfucker ain't, ain't got a drop of black in her, you know? Right. But and that's what I'm saying. In, in, in the year 2023, we can't question people. But yeah. the thing is, I, I, what I do respect about um, the teacher uh, that was there after the fight happened, mm-hmm. she, had, uh, she had said it, and I really want this shit, because uh, for our people that watch this, that don't, um, don't watch these shows, Listen, she said race is made up. Yeah. This race is something is made that up. us as black people have been fighting over for years. Race is made up, and it's it's the very honest to God truth. Race the is made is up. Made, uh, it's made up. It's no such thing as white folks. It's no such thing as black folks. It's That shit really don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. But... In the same, like, I, I appreciated her saying that, but in the same breath, we live in a society where it's very much a thing. That, that's why like, I was about to say, yeah, that, that the whole thing in a nutshell is we still got to uh, go by Caesar's Law. Yeah. So, um, and Caesar's Law, it's black and white. And so you need to choose. Mm-hmm. You can't be on the fence all the time because you know what's going to happen. You're going to end up being like Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Right. Halfway you on that shit like now because a lot of people are side, including myself, side with Jocelyn for telling you that because that not not she she like like you said, uh, Lindsay, she read her in front of everybody like nah for real you just want to be white. Mm-hmm. She does. But you don't even you don't blend in with them, so you make your money over here and you do crazy shit like do slut walk, so you make everybody who's a people uh, a person of color. Feel like it's cool to suck a hundred niggas' dicks if you make a thousand dollars. Which is another, which is another way of saying I'm not one of y'all. Yeah. 
Exactly. You know. Because you don't do that shit. That's just like I be telling people all the time about Future. Future tell everybody to pop pills and drink lean. This nigga don't even pop pills. He don't do that shit. Right. He don't do that shit in real life. And then that's another thing with Amber. This motherfucker, this motherfucker had 21 Savage of all people. 21 Savage's nose wide open. But you don't listen to rap. Girl, if you don't get the entire fuck out of here. Dude. The entire fuck out of here. This is how you know that you know she's one of those people that only do it when it's beneficial. Dude, you are you are the girlfriend of somebody who basically created music from 2005 and beyond. Had that nigga out there at the slut walk, walking with y'all with a sign that said, I'm a slut too. And this nigga had a video where he was legit shooting motherfuckers. Like, what? Dude, this, this nigga got a viral interview where he like, boy, these niggas don't want to fight no more. I slap the shit out of one of these things. <laughs> what? You, know, <laughs> like, you only listen to rock music? Right. Like, he Scratch got that. his name you 21 Savage from somewhere. But you won't listen that. to that. We ain't even gonna talk about that. We gonna go back to the beginning, like I said. You had somebody that you was involved with that basically created music from 2005 and beyond. You mean to tell me you don't you don't listen to shit. Right. You were dating Kanye the fuck West. Kanye Tudor. He basically was the architect of backpack music. But you don't listen to rap. But you don't listen to rap. Okay, girl. Okay, it's, girl. I say, you know, it's, it's it's because of year we. Because other than that, like I say, um, I agree with her on because of year we. You, you can't tell people what label they want to uh, be put on. At the same time I say that, I say, um, you are full of shit because you already put yourself on a label that you want to be put on. Right. You not trying to put a label on your shit is putting a label on your shit. That's the killer part about it. That's the killer part about it. You're doing that because when you get on white shows, you don't tell them, I don't identify as white. But every time you get on a black show, you always say you don't identify as black. Right. So you telling us without telling us. So don't tell me. I can't tell you what the fuck you is because I know what the fuck you is. Yeah. And then, like, I always revert it back to, to the police because the police ain't asking you what's your ethnicity when they're giving you a ticket. Man. But when you get that ticket, you see what they put down. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, you can kiss my ass. I respect that shit. I respect one thing about uh, Jocelyn. As much as I talk shit about it, like, nah, nah, I respect her for setting that shit out there like that because that's the same way anybody should feel. And then, at the same time we feel that way, um, we feel like this. It should not be a situation where we even have this, uh, we even having this discussion like that, like, well, I said what I said, and I mean what I said. Mm-hmm. You take offense to that, then you are just an opposition. 
Like I'm not even I'm not even about to keep playing with you or talk to you like that. You were really uh, the opposition. Yeah. I, I couldn't be talking to one of my niggas and we had that type of conversation. That's not my nigga no more. That's gonna hurt me to death that I know that nigga is not my nigga no more. Yeah. Yeah. Like nah, me and you ain't gonna have no conversations no more. I ain't like one of those things where if I see you with funk on site, but me and you don't talk. Yeah. We don't talk. Yeah. Because like I said, I listen to what people say. Like, Jocelyn was yelling and arguing about it, but she, Jocelyn didn't hear her say, no, but my dad's white, though. I heard that shit. Yeah. So she was already on that. Like, my dad's white, so I'm white. Yeah. That's what, it, that, that's what, um, most of the, 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 uh, uh, the biracial kids that we've been around, that's how they roll. They dad's black, they black. They don't give a fuck how they mom raised. Yeah, like the 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 biracial kids I was around. Um I wasn't around any biracial kids that didn't present as black. So they could have done everything everything in the book that a white person does followed it to a T but the way they looked they were black or they were mixed like at the at the very least they were mixed i i wasn't around anybody that was passing and that, and then that's another thing like <clears throat> because um that was a thing you know back yeah. 100 years 100 years plus ago was that people could be so fair-skinned that they would pass. That ain't necessarily a thing now. Um, but, yeah, that, that was a thing. But, but to pass, you would have to, like, turn your black on everything, turn your back on everything that you know that's black, you yeah. know? So. I got, I got two cousins that um, are deemed passable. Mm-hmm. People don't even uh, know they got black in them. Uh, one of my cousins, uh, she's married to a white dude, mm. but it, you know what I'm saying. It, but it's evident in her children. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, the thing is, though, she's super black. She just happened to marry a country dude that was used to that shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was one of them things they met when they was in school, and he was one of them country niggas that was with all that shit she was on. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, I guess like to you know embrace the white side back then, you would have to be passable. Yeah. You know, but any any mixed race kid that I was around, they weren't passable. If any, if they didn't look black, they looked mixed, and that was just it. You know, so, but. There are, like, there are people, there are people, like, famous people, and I actually worked with one, now that I think about it, but that I was an adult by this time, that I thought she was white until she told us her daddy was, like, black with an afro and all that. <laughs> then she showed us a picture of her dad. Her dad was light-skinned, so I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I actually, um, I used to work with a guy, um, shout out to, uh, my guy Chandler, uh, 
Chandler was a uh, he was a half breed. He was a uh, oh, don't say it. don't say that. That's that's not a good word to say. I'll call myself half breed, but I, okay. So um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things. I can't be racist if I know I'm not saying I'm this, but uh, <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna be that kind. Uh, but no, he was uh he was biracial. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got adopted by a white couple. Mm-hmm. So he just uh, like he like super super uh or is only only know one side of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when his uh his real dad actually passed, who was the black one, and like he went he was going hysterical. He was uh he was messed up for a couple of days over this shit. Um, and when I say a couple of days, it was just a couple of days off work. Um, but you know. He would he he probably still messed up over this day, and he keep on saying how much of a piece of shit he uh his dad was, but he still like he still like fucked up over it, you know, because his black that that's his black side, and I I was kind of uh I was making a joke on it uh, with him just trying to cheer him up. I'm like, yeah, you just you you uh really upset because now you know you can't say nigga no more. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he's very passable, like he's super passable. Mm-hmm. Like when I say he's super passable, um, he uh, he looks white, um, all the way down to the receding hairline, talks white, um, used to play soccer, uh, like all mm-hmm. sorts of everything that you'd be like, ain't nothing to, on, on the nigga. Yeah, 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 and like um, the two famous people that I can think of off the top that are passable. Is um Halsey. Uh, Halsey definitely passed. Yeah. And Logic. Logic is definitely passable. Halsey and Logic are both people that I didn't believe until um I seen pictures of Halsey and her dad and then um Logic started bringing his dad on tour. Mm-hmm. Cause you know he had to justify saying nigga. And yeah. people still didn't believe him. And he was like, here he is. This is my dad. Nah. <laughs> That's my theory. Because I don't even listen to Logic. No, I ain't even gonna but... lie. That's pretty much how he presented it. He presented it like in shows. But like in all of his albums, I ain't even gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? He would have his uh, he had his dad, his audio, or like he would actually like do uh, uh, snippets with his dad. Okay. Yeah. Just to get the green light to say nigga, so. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't even that. Like, you know what? Because I'm not going to downplay Logic because he, he, he's very passable and, like, he, he uses that shit to his advantage. But what I will say is, um, one thing I do respect about Logic is um, the reason why his daddy never left his life is because um, uh, his daddy found out his mother was one of those that a fucking black dude but was really, really racist. And so when he found it, when he found that shit out, um, he started really, even though he was going through his drug problems and all that, he was maintaining his life, his, uh, his life with the son. Yeah. Because his, his, his mother was very racist. I mean, yeah. I ain't gonna say she was, but she still is very racist. Yeah. And that's why you really need to screen the people you procreate with. Yeah. So that's why Logic feel like he can say the N-word because he was really around this nigga 
um, all his life, even though his daddy was a dopehead, his daddy made sure that he was around. Mm-hmm. Through all the bullshit, all the trouble times, all that, that nigga still stayed a part of his life. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but those are the only two I can think of that are, um, that are famous. And then, you know, and one thing, and then this is one thing about the black community as a whole that I just, I mean, it's kind of adjacent to what we're talking about. And I'll just say this one thing and we can move on. I just really don't like how we just accept anybody. Like, everybody's invited to the cookout. We accept them with open arms. We let them sit down and, you know, play dominoes and play spades and give them a good piece of watermelon. Like, I don't like it. I don't like it. There should be... There, like there should be some pre-screening on who we invite to the cookout because we you get disappointed by it. not to like it. huh you have every right not to like it that's the that's the whole thing in a nutshell you have every right not to like it because, yeah um this is the thing that destroyed us uh from years after years after years after years after years you know i hate to sound um uh the cliche black guy to be like nah um, we came from kings and queens um not all of us came from king uh, kings and queens but we all came from um a higher descendant than what everybody else was mm-hmm. and um that's that's what we did we just made everything all inclusive and those people start taking advantage of it yeah right and we get disappointed every time i just hate like it it's so cringe when I see somebody that's dancing on beat and people in the comments are like, oh, they invited to the cookout because they can dance on beat? Really? So we have our expectations very low for this cookout. I feel like next time we have a meeting, I need to bring it to, I need to bring it to the collective. So, you know. That would be on. That would be what I do at the at the next Black People meeting. But um, yeah. So that is College Hill. That is guy. Yeah, that was a super left. Yeah, that is College Hill. <laughs> um, but I respect that, and you know that's what it is. Um, yeah. And HB uh, uh, HBCU, and um, we should respect what that is, and like. Why she took that left? Yeah, yeah, listen, like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's so cringe. But um, now we are at the fucked up song of the podcast, which comes to us by Mr. Trey Songs from his fourth album, Passion, Pain, and Pleasure, and the song is called um, "Made to Be Together." So. Um, you gotta, um, recite the words. Uh, shit. Let me look these words up. I'll, I'll send it to you. Hold on. Mm. 
you know, I've been having his song, um, it was off already. His song, um, Be Where You Are, in my head for like the past week. I don't know why, but I wake up singing that song. I don't know. I don't know who I'm trying to be next to, but yeah. You gotta stop. <laughs> I only just started they playing just, it yesterday, no. but yeah. It's just because you gotta stop. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the song Made to Be Together. Intro Sun won't shine, moon won't glow. This star of mine is my star no more. I did you wrong, and I know, come keep me warm, please girl, I'm so cold. Okay, that ringing, that ringing sound. Whoa, the ringing sound again? It just stopped when I said something. Oh, I was about to say, what's going on? I ain't even moved this shit. Maybe it's my phone, let me keep my phone down here. Now I hear it again. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Is it? What is it? Is it? It might be my phone. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it too. But this time I hear it. Yeah. Hey, I ain't even got the first one yet, goddammit. I know, right? Let me see if I cut this off. Because when she hit the club, it turns. All around, she living it up, drinks up in her club, right. I'm in love from afar, baby girl, I wanna be where you are. Yeah, let me lace the Hughes's. Alright. I don't hear it no more, so you good. You don't? Okay. Cool. First one. Cold winter nights by myself. Blankets just won't do. I need your help. Because I don't want to miss the way your body feels. No more. No, I don't. It's only been two days since you've been gone. But those few moments feel so long. Now I'm sitting at the edge of the bed with my head in my head. Oh, excuse me. With my hands on my head, and the only thing I've been thinking while I've been alone is that I can't let you go. <laughs> I won't let you leave. <laughs> Sorry. One thing <laughs> that I know is, babe, you are made for me for sure. My life is in your hands. I'm meant to be your man. So, baby, no. Don't go. Wait, you Girl, missed a part. Excuse me. What part did I miss? My life 
whatever's in your hands. I meant to be your man. I meant to be your man. We were made to be together. We were made to be together. Excuse me. So, baby, no, don't go. Girl, if you don't know, I give you my heart. I give you my soul for sure. I'm right here on my knees. If you were to leave, I lose everything. Verse two. You complete me, baby. Damn. Jay McGuire reference. <laughs> don't, don't you let nothing come between us. Hey, alcohol has been my best friend. And I admit it, some tears have passed my chin. Crying in the bed over you just ain't manly. But I don't give a damn. No. Because no. I could wash these pillowcases. I could change these sheets, baby. But I need you back in the crib cooking up some good chicken and gravy. That nigga put that in the song. Yes, he did. Goddamn. Mashed potatoes, homemade lemonade. Won't you back to the old days? You've been with me since I had long braids. Yeah. Chorus. Bridge. Girl, my heart won't beat right. I can't sleep right. Oh, you're haunting my dreams. All I know is I hold on to your memories. When you touch, I touch you. When you're moaning, you scream, oh, baby. Girl, you know just what you do to me. I acted so stupid. And unless you want to take away my soul, no. Don't go. Chorus. Then the outro. Baby, don't you go away. Stop. I can't. Baby, no. Don't you go away. I just, I just need time. Don't you leave me, girl. Don't do this. Don't you leave me, girl. Please. Don't you leave me, girl. I got a lot on my mind. Don't you leave me, girl. Baby, 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 stop it. Okay. We're made to be together. I'll stay. So what is huh? I should be a poet. You say you should be a poet? I I I should be a poet. Oh. I said, this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on Made to Be Together? Um, my thoughts on Made to Be Together, oh, this is bringing out the fuck boy in me. <laughs> I have lived this like so, so many, so many times. Listen, this was at the end of the song. It proves it. He got the pussy. Yeah, he got her to stay. 
God just ain't got that pussy. That's not her man. That's the nigga she keeps saying, I, I, I got to stop fucking with you. And he's like, baby, don't go, don't go, don't go. You know, every nigga do that. Like, every nigga that had a bunch of women, we always wanted to keep them. I, I don't know why. We was just weird that way. I guess we had to grow up to realize, like, nah, you need one person that, is, that, that you're able to talk to and explain how you feel about things so they can match your kind. But some people mature late, some people mature early. We don't know. Um, this song, though, is about that part in the middle when we don't mature at all. We're just, hey, t- listen, you ain't got to go nowhere. With, you know, don't don't leave. Because like, we know we pieces of shit. We know we just take you places and we look good to you, ladies. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So you keep us around. And you know you shouldn't keep us around. But you keep us around, and we lay a good pipe. Like, please understand it. Just so you're not gonna, you're not gonna stay with a good looking nigga that fucks you good, maybe once or twice. But I always want to fuck. No, we have to fuck you good every time. Like, this is what Trey Song's been doing, and whatever she's into, he's into. He's he's just baiting her on. That's this is why it's so fucked up. Cause this is a bait song. Yeah. Um, definitely a big song. Um, and it and it worked like a charm. It worked like a charm. He gonna be all right for the first couple of days, and then after that, he is gonna go back to his fuck boy. He's gonna go back to the same old nigga yeah. he been. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Which sucks because they're gonna be in that vicious cycle until somebody breaks free for good. But it's so funny because, like, <clears throat> when this album came out, that was, like, at the height of my fandomness with Trey Songz. And I absolutely loved this album. And I had a video for every song. I had a whole treatment for every song on the whole album. And this was, like, before um, Beyonce's self-titled album, when she did a video for every song. This was like years yeah. before that. Like I had a video for every song, and this album and this album came out my last year in college. So, yeah. So I was like in engulfed in it, and engulfed in my my craft and everything. So it like went along with it. And on top of that, um, my nephew was like two at the time. So he really learned how to talk because I played this album that much. Ah. Like. <laughs> that, just, that just tells me like like when DJ be talking to these young girls out here, man. I know. He get, get his octaves right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's terrible. I know. It's horrible. But I used to pick him up from school or daycare every day. His daycare was like two minutes away from where I live. And so, yeah, me and him used to just be riding through, riding through, playing that album. So it's nostalgic, but um, every time like I play this song, I just see the video, the treatment that I put together for this song. And it just plays, it plays like a movie. So. Basically, the treatment that I had for it was um, the first verse was him just being distraught 
and just staying in the bed, you know, sometimes looking at the window, just like just outdone, like his hair all over his place, his facial hair growing. He just not, he's, he's not keeping up the grooming. The second verse, he didn't carry himself down to the local bar, still looking distraught. He's not still looking, he's still looking crazy, not upkept at all. Um, he ends up getting to a bar fight. He goes to jail. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he's taking his frustration out on somebody else. So, with that happening, him going to jail, guess who comes to get him out of jail? It's the girl. So, after she gets him out of jail, while they're, like, walking to her car or whatever, that's when the outro is going. When he's like begging her to stay and all this type of stuff, so she eventually stays. So I just I always play the play that video in my head, but that's how it be though. Like at the end of the day, you can whatever he did, he did that shit, and she's there to bail him out, either figuratively or literally. And that's how that's how it is. Yeah. Huh? So you took you took this song mm -hmm. and damn near made a movie. A fucking movie off of it. I did. I did. Don't you think it would have been a cool ass video though? Yeah. Dang, you really so. had to think about it? God. But you know, like you know who was doing videos like that back then? Oh. Yeah, that was around the time Raymond versus Raymond came out. So. Yeah. But. I don't know. I just, I just be like, damn, you know. Like R. Kelly, Trey, Trey Songs has been um telling us. Uh, the person he is for a long time. Right, like how fucked up of an individual he is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so this 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 is a this was great. Um, yeah. to uh, even go through now because I'm like everything he's going through now. It's like yeah, I can see that definitely happen. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, and then like. You know, while you trying to tell her to stay, you know, you telling her we made to be together. And she, being you know. Really, you being really aggressive. Yeah. And she, she knows, she knows it deep down. You know, that's why, like, in my movie, she went and got him out of jail. That's the one that he can depend on. That's the one that's going to have his back. They were made to be together. Yeah, and she and fighting that's it. True. Right, she fighting it. And then at the end, I'll stay. Right. Yeah. It's one of those things. And every scene that I've ever seen in movies, like when dudes be like super aggressive, you know, um, and uh, they call it rape if you like just go ahead and just do like the wrong shit to it. And not to downplay nobody on anything. They call it rape when you penetrate. But like you forcibly eat her pussy and then and nobody says anything about it. <laughs> like, everybody be like, oh, shit. Like, oh, that was a great 
seen in the movies. Like, nah, this nigga like four to seven behind him. Yeah. It just wasn't a dick, it was a mouth. He did the same fucking shit. Yeah. But nobody talks about the people that have been orally raped on the receiving end. Nobody says that. That is that is a demographic that does not get talked about. That's definitely a thing. It is. It it's is. Definitely a thing. Like, I agree. Like that's that's definitely something that does happen. Like it like, it happens more often than people think. I, I was about to say like I'm not gonna act. I'm I'm not gonna be that kind. I'm not. I can't tell you nothing that I I've never um either witnessed or been through. So mm-hmm. I know that does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It does. It does happen. Yeah, that's a community that doesn't have um, a voice at this present time. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard of any support group for them, but um, yeah. Don't nobody believe, you know, that that shit. Like, motherfuckers be like, nah, nah, it didn't happen like that. He wanted that shit to happen. Nah, sometimes it don't be that kind. No. Like with rape victims, I, um, just me being that kind because I'm just weird that way. Deep diving and shit. While I, um, this was like when I was in school, I found out a lot of rape victims don't um, they don't go to the police because they uh they start questioning their sexuality because they had an orgasm during the rape. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, because it plays it plays with their mental it plays with their mental because that occurred. They feel like okay, well, I guess I liked it. Yeah, you know, but that's you're not your mental's not connected. You know, like your body your body can have an orgasm without. You wanting it to happen? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If you didn't want, if you didn't want it to happen, if you didn't want the act to happen, it's it's a rape. Whether it was uh, done with a finger, uh, an apparatus, a tongue, or a penis. Yeah, you know. I, uh, I I found out about that shit. Um, like I said, when I was in school, that not only did I found out uh, about that, I found out that like you know, sixty seven percent. And this was when I was in school, so this was like shit twenty fucking twenty years ago, twenty twenty two, twenty one years ago. Like, like yeah, this I I I haven't been in school for a long time. Like, <laughs> um. But like at that time, it was like sixty-seven percent of rape victims don't even um, don't even come forward because of that. Yeah, that's men and women. Right, right. Especially, um, especially if it's the same sex, and yeah. they had an orgasm. Can you imagine the mental fuck behind that one? Right. You know. 
But I don't know how we got to rate from made to be together. But I know here how. we are. I know how because we were emphasizing on the shit that's been going on with Trey Songs and Trey Songs been <laughs> accused of a lot of shit lately. Yeah, he has been. A lot. All of those are allegations. We do not know anything, but I know that's how I know that how that left went. Yeah. That left was awesome. Like, yeah, he's been known to do some fuck shit and then we just we just piggybacked off that shit and got on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. But um but yeah, I don't um I don't have any final thoughts. So what are your final thoughts? What's Jerry's final thoughts? It's final thoughts, man. Every time you say that now, it just um, it just makes me feel like I need to do it because I mean, rest in peace to Jerry. Right. Like, we, we wouldn't even be doing this if you like, right. like real life. Right. It takes on a whole <laughs> nother meaning now. Yeah, like so. I have to. It's like something I have to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, getting off that. Um, we're coming to the conclusion of, you know, uh, white people uh, being as uh, ghetto as possible, or as uh, most people in their demographic will be say, uh, say, niggerish as possible. Um, we've also seen um, a little bit of color shaming in this show, um, and we also seen somebody uh, actually be uh, rectified for um, something that was thrown upon him and he had no choice but to act like he had. Um, what we seen was a series of choices, people. Um, every day we deal with choices. Every day you get up in the morning and you choose to do what you have to do. Um, it can either go this way or it can go this way. So um, the thing that uh, we really need to understand is power of choice it's almost God body. It chooses how you um, how your life reflects after that. So I always remember your choices. Um, I always know what you did. I always know what you're going to have to do. Even in in, in that spare of a moment, I always stick to your guns and, and make that choice at that time and live and die by it. Because when you don't do it, you go through those problems of trying to second guess what you um, what you could have been. And as always, take care of yourself mm-hmm. and others. Yes, thank you for those words. So this was episode eighty three of the Ish We Talk, and we will see you guys on episode eighty four. Bye. Exactly.